welcome to the season four finale of the Manic Podcast. My name is Liam, and sitting opposite me, through the powers of the internet, is a man who has the ultimate of quiffs today. It's Tobias. Do I? Do you've I like, have an ultimate? You've got like quiff? a proper, like kind of like flowy quiff going on. Oh wait, no, it's pretty fluffy today. It is. It's, it's looking very buffant. It's probably a sign that I should get a haircut, but you know what? Not gonna. <laughs> not gonna. No. Now, Tobias, they yes. say that good things come to those who wait. Oh. And boy, have these listeners waited. They've waited and waited and waited. They probably <laughs> thought this was never going to happen. Yeah, it's like Batman all over again. Uh, well, no, basically, not... we, yeah. we, we'd we said to ourselves that we wanted like the season finale to kind of go out with a bang. Yeah. And my body took that to <laughs> mean, hey, why not hospitalise yourself for a week? Yeah, I mean, and I was like, "Hey, body, no, take a chill pill, please." Yeah, <laughs> so like, pin no. in that. You said you wanted to go out of the bang. I oh, bang. <laughs> yeah, I don't want my heart to explode. You've misunderstood, body. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the season four finale. Yeah, it bit is. later than planned because we're basically hitting September now. <laughs> yeah. In yeah, fact, when this that... comes out, it'll be the thirty first, right? Because I think that's the I think that's Wednesday, isn't it? That is Wednesday. Is... So technically, it's still in it's still in August. It's fine. <laughs> It's kind sure. of on the cusp. <laughs> on the cusp. Uh, yeah, but so season four finale. Yeah. It's, it's all it's all good. We survived another season. We did just. So it's all like four years old now. I know. It's oh, starting like a nursery now. <laughs> Is that how we, we're going to let watch it go off, be taught things? <sighs> Disagree with all the decisions that they teach them. Yeah. Complain that that's not how math works anymore. that's not how they've changed math (laughs) because they do they keep changing things and i don't understand how that works math should be maths in all fairness you didn't understand it when you were how it was one of my highest grades i will never know it wasn't one of mine it was my highest grade but that is not saying anything good no all right (laughs) okay so season four is closing off we're going to look forward to season five we were trying to think of something fun and interesting to do to say goodbye to the season. We we considered doing like a big recasting thing. Yeah. But you know, there's always chances we'll do those in the future. We probably will. Yeah. We did the last episode on a Marvel thing, didn't we? So we we thought we should probably shouldn't double up. Yeah. Um, now lately I have seen DC League of Super Pets. Okay. Where some animals get some superpowers. Woo! Love it. And I thought, what other films that don't have superpowers in them could be instantly improved or potentially destroyed by giving one of the characters a superpower. Okay. Yes. And I just thought it'd be an interesting discussion and talking point because we could take some really weird films here. I mean, yeah, I've got, I mean, I don't know if I've chosen weird films. I'm probably, well, we'll see. We're going to see. No, it's not even a weird film though. It's just like, an ordinary film that didn't even consider superpowers because there's no need for it. Yeah. We're going to go, you've now got a superpower. Yeah. So all those plot lines, gone. <laughs> I'm not, do you want to know my first film? I would love to. Right. Uh, I don't know the character's name in it who I'm giving. Okay. But it's it's not like a geeky film. It's not a geeky film. But it's no, very that's famous the thing film. Is, that's the thing. I actually think a lot of these probably won't be. But I've gone for something historical. Oh. Um, But, so, in in the film Titanic. (laughs) 
Yeah. Right. I'm going to give superpowers to the boyfriend, uh, Billy Zane. Oh, wow. The Rose. So when he finds out, right, so yeah. the, the iceberg hits and all that kind of stuff, he actually has the power to save everyone, but only if Rose gets rid of Jack. And because she won't, he lets the whole... <laughs> and you know what? Jack then dies from the door still. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, the thing is, for my first film, I've also done Titanic. Have you actually? <laughs> yeah, except for I went in a more logical direction, and I'm giving Jack powers. But I'm giving them to him at the end of the film, ready for a superpowered sequel. He sinks into those depths. He does not die. He comes back as basically Iceman. Nice. But what you've done is <laughs> actually all of the three-hour film, and then you've got a post-credit scene. Yeah, there's a post-credit <laughs> scene where where we actually stop the first film literally as he sinks into the depth, and she's like, oh, no. Um, so everyone's going, oh, that's a bad way of ending the film. End of credits, just this icy hand, boom, back onto the onto the door. Nice. <laughs> just nice. with a simple phrase of, there was room. <laughs> wow, we both went for Titanic. I know. Who would have thought that one? I would have, yeah. Went I, different routes. Yeah. Well, I, I went for like, for that one, I went for the logical character who I thought might develop the power somehow in the film. Because obviously, it's a question of how, why does your character have powers how do they get them or is it just they just happen to have these powers mine already has the powers he's yeah. just keeping it a secret yeah i think the point is that rose would know yeah because they're they're together and you know um i think he's maybe really because he's like the bad guy isn't he and, and yeah he's kind of like maybe a bit of, of a film home. i have definitely seen yeah <laughs> a bit of like a homelander type yeah personality um so i think you'd have to do something to demonstrate his powers you could give him how did he get powers or you just yeah. leave that up to the imagination like you know that. you just have to accept he's got powers yeah i'm assuming that when jack's kind of sinks to the bottom of of the the icy ocean what they don't realize is they not only have they crashed into an iceberg but it also happens to be upon a radioactive dumping site and he sinks into the icy depths amongst some very Simpson-esque radioactive barrels. And he develops his icy powers. And the sequel is it's Titanic 2, Jack's Revenge. Because that's what you need, a Titanic 2. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is a Titanic 2. I remember there were so many jokes. There was going to be a spoof Titanic 2. But yeah. it was going to be the first film, but from the viewpoint of the iceberg. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't hate it. <laughs> I kind of do because how long just, just floating there, minding my own business. Yeah, <laughs> I used it's, to be part it's got of like an inner monologue. It's got like an inner monologue. It start. It's like finding Dory. It starts off with just like a baby iceberg, and the pet's going. You're gonna go out there into the world. You're gonna do some wonderful thing. People love ice, <laughs> and then it ends with him being plat. There, I will say there is a Titanic two film. It came out in 2010. Um, Honouring the 100th anniversary of the namesake A modern luxury liner called Titanic 2 Sets sail along the same path Where a looming iceberg Spells doom I would say That's, the... that's insensitive yeah. <laughs> Also stupid on, their, on, on Titanic 2's part Yeah 
But right. I suppose that is how most sequels work. Like Jaws 2, just another shark. Yeah. Bye. Uh, Who's in it? Does anyone we actually know in Titanic 2? I mean, there. I'm getting spooky called Titanic 2, Jack's back. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, he's looking very Iceman-y, to be honest. I called it. Shane Van Dyke was in the second one, apparently. I don't know who that is. No. I have no idea. Right, that's a quite a cool place to kick off. I like the fact we both went for Titanic. <laughs> we went for different characters, but I, yeah. I like what we've got. And we've wow. even got our, our third film, which is basically the Lion King weird one, where they look at the first one, but from Timon and Pumbaa's point of view. But yeah. from the Iceberg's point of view, that's yeah. what we're doing. That's cool. What would you call it? What, what do you mean? What? With what? Titanic 3, Frozen. No, no be, oh, unless you just wanted to go into the marketing or Frozen. Um, yeah. Well, actually, going with Titanic 3, The Iceman Cometh. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Okay, so shall we go into a first segment? Yeah, go for it. Oh, I love it. And our first segment for the last time this season is... Character Showdown. Now, Character Showdown is where we take two characters from TV, film, video game, general pop culture, and we pit them against each other in strange, sometimes mundane, sometimes life-threatening tasks and challenges we've had who would make the best cake who would host come dine with me the best um we've had some more aggressive ones i'm sure we had like we've had a couple of fights i think we, we had a fight had, death we have there. had fights yeah but the point was we wanted some random stuff in there yeah okay so tobias yes for the last time this season question yeah how many have you got left well i picked one out yeah then thought i'd have a look I had okay. one, and I had one, and I've seen who it is. So, so did you have two left? I had two left. Yeah. Would it be worth doing a tag team? Oh, because I've got two left. Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, so the thing's got allowed for it now. I think. Yeah, I think a tag team might be the most might be interesting just for the finale. Finale. So, right. who is in the purple corner? Who are your tag team champions? In the purple corner. Yeah, we have. Pikachu. Pikachu. Tag it in. Elsa. Elsa. She freezes it. He he electrocutes it with his electric. That's actually a really good pair up. <laughs> okay, so Pikachu and Elsa. Yeah. The shock never bothered her anyway. Um, in the red corner, we have Edward Scissorhands. Oh. Tagging up with Negan. Oh. Right? You've got now, brutal stuff going I've on. I've got brutal. Now, there is one, two, three, four, five, six potential choices in here. Right. So, the, the good thing about a tag team is they can spread. They've got a lot of different skills between them. Mm. Right, let's yeah. have a look. First one we pick out of here, we will go. This one looks lovely. Right. So. The Tag Team Championship. <laughs> Negan and Edward Scissorhands versus Elsa of Arendelle and Pikachu. Yeah. I don't know if this one works because it's an individual thing. Oh, what? 
say you should have gone to the chest first. Uh, like I might I said, we'll see. Well, no, we'll see if it works. We'll see if we can make it work. I feel like. Okay. I'm gonna re. I'll read you what it says, and then I'll give the choice to reword it slightly. All right. It. What it actually says is, who would make the better Santa replacement? But what I'm gonna put to you is oh. Santa. Yeah. We have more of a Santa Claus situation. Santa's hurt. Which team can take can save Christmas? Oh no. Because the no. thing is, who's going to take over from Santa? No, because I I'm was telling like... you right now, it's Negan. He's loving it. Yeah. I'm Santa Claus, yo. <laughs> he's, he's got his bat on his shoulder. <sighs> Edward Scissorhands is not allowed to be near the kids. No, but he... See, I was thinking, when you said about replacement Santa Claus, Pikachu would be Santa, big fluffy beard and everything, but Elsa would be the elf out front and bringing them in, and she could make everything wintry around. To make yeah. real, like, ice slides. She can make it all fun. She's going to get your aesthetic there, isn't she? Yeah. And pick a huge cuddly. But I would also pay money to see Negan in the Santa costume, because I think he'd rock it. Well, ye, you're, you're weird. Yeah, but Ed, no one's going to get there, because... Edward Scissorhands, however, would chop up the children by accident. Now, the thing is, we're, we're, this is a weird combination, because Elsa is from a film with snow and ice and stuff, so quite Christmassy anyway. And Edward Scissorhands is from a Christmas film as well. That gets all Christmassy and icy in there as well. He's got the classic ice sculpture thing. We have two ice experts going on here. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I like the idea that if they were rival grottos opposite each other, <laughs> Elsa, Elsa and Edward Scissorhands are having some sort of ice off against each other. I yeah. mean, Elsa's... Like creating things, but then obviously I like think they get they get carried away with it, and it just keeps cutting back to Negan, who's now got like Pikachu sitting on his shoulder and just making sarky comments about how, how they're now just being ignored. <laughs> Nobody's interested <laughs> in Sam. I can imagine the first time that Negan meets Edward Scissorhands, he would say, and I apologize for the language because it was it's what he says in the show, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Much of the time, he'd be like, "Holy shit." He's got scissors for hands. <laughs> yeah, he'd be so excited by it, wouldn't he? <laughs> you genuinely, I can see the grin on his face. And then the he's smashing Pikachu with his. When you have hands for scissors, scissors for hands. <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify, thing. he doesn't have hands for scissors. His scissor drawer is just full of hands, <laughs> which is really unfortunate because he doesn't have hands. Um, I, I think Negan himself. Would make a really good Santa replacement, and I reckon that this the Saviors had a lovely Christmas party every year. I imagine I, Simon was like, "I'll play Santa," and then Nick was like, "Come on now, come on now." Dwight was like, "Can I be Santa?" Come on now, come on now. I'll Negan, lie in your face. Negan knows. I'll lie in your face. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, the thing is, Elsa's got the powers, and I think. The two to focus on here is Negan slash versus Pikachu, because I think they're the two that would actually take up the role. Negan and Pikachu, yes. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, Pikachu was the first one I pulled out of the hat here. Yeah, and Negan was the first on my two tickets. So there you go. So replacement Santa, I mean, yeah. Pikachu isn't a person, but he's cuddly. But at the same time, I bet if I Google Pikachu Santa costume, it's a thing. Uh, yeah, probably. And I, I kind of want to now see if there's a Negan costume Santa mashup. There's got to be somewhere. Pikachu. 
Oh, you okay. do Pikachu one, and I'm going to do Negan. I've got pictures of him wearing a Santa hat. Yeah, Negan is Santa. Christmas Pikachu. I mean, I mean, Jeffrey D. Morgan. Oh, my gosh. I'm just saying. Mm. I mean, that's pretty on it, isn't it? Yeah. Negan, Negan in a red leather jacket, and his cool hat is, is as a straight man, that's <laughs> That is cool. I'm like, that. that is Christmas cometh. <laughs> oh. No, not like that. Oh. Filth, Tobias. Filth. <laughs> um, I'm dreaming of a Christmas. Yeah. I no. mean, by the end, like where we're at now with Walking Dead, Negan would suit Santa quite well. He's got a white head and a little I mean, bit. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know. I mean, he's just a brutal killer. It's just, uh... and as far as I'm aware, Santa probably is as well. He's got to find something else to do the rest of the year round, doesn't he? Um, Why is he so good on that one day to repent? Yeah, this has become a sermon. (laughs) We should maybe move on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, luckily, this horrific decision isn't up to us. It's up to you, lovely listeners, for the last time this season. Head over to the Twitter. A poll shall be put up for you, and you can vote on if you think. Negan and Edward Scissorhands would make better replacements, or do you think it would be Elsa and uh, Pikachu? Yeah, I'll pick your two. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll scissor your hands? Oh, I didn't like that. No, I don't like it. That took a turn real quick. Yeah. Okay, so luckily, we haven't got to worry about how to end the segment, because there's no, no outro. Just outros are... Of the losers! losers. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Right, Tobias. Yeah. Do you ha- have one more film written down? I have two, but I can. You got two more films written down. Yes, I have. I've got so one more written down. I was going like one for now, one and one for after the exclusive. Do you want to? Yeah, you, leave one of yours then, because I've got one more. Ri- I've only uh, got one written okay. down. Which way do I things. want to go? Okay, I'm gonna go this way. Okay. The film is Armageddon. Armageddon. You're like the aliens, Liam. They all have powers. No, no. <laughs> No, because there's no, there's, there's no, there's no aliens. There's no aliens. It's just a meteor. There's story. space involved. I assume there are. Yeah, no, no. There's a meteor. Uh, it's heading towards <laughs> Earth. Uh, it's breaking you're up. Giving the, you're giving the president powers so that no. they don't have to call in any help. Right. So, have you seen Armageddon? Yeah, I, I will say a long time right. ago, but yes, I okay. have. Okay. So the whole thing is, you've got a bunch of miners, and they get they get trained up to be astronauts to go out to, onto the big meteorite, yeah. and they drill in and break it apart. Yeah. But the problem is, Liv Tyler, she's the daughter of Bruce Willis and the girlfriend of Ben Affleck, who are both the miners up there. Um, and spoiler alert for people who haven't seen this film from the 90s, <laughs> Bruce Willis <laughs> dies. He sacrifices himself. It's I love mi- when we have to give a spoiler warning for a film that's almost, yeah. almost is older than my children. Yeah. Um, ben Affleck meant to go out and do the the sacrificial thing, but Bruce is like, no. Even though he doesn't approve of Ben with Liv, it's just like no. So he's just like, I'll I'll do it, and he sacrifices himself, but not in my version, right? Because realizing that one of them, one of the people that she loves, is going to have to sacrifice themselves. It turns out that all this time, Liv Tyler's had superpowers. <laughs> and possibly, actually, maybe not every time. Maybe from the first, because there's this, at the start of the film, there's like a pre meteorite strike. 
Yeah. Maybe she picks up some alien radiation from it, which has been growing inside her. And then upon realizing that one of her loved ones is going to sacrifice themselves, she's like, no, wait. And then everyone's like, what? And then she rips off her clothes and she zooms into. I don't know why that habit happened. She puts on a cape <laughs> and then she zooms. I know if it helps. I know why that happened. It's because you came up with it. <laughs> yeah. And she she flies and she, with her bare hands, rips apart the meteorite and saves everyone. Brings them back. Um, I I mean, you'd only find out in the last half, well, 10 minutes, really. Um, No, you'd be signposted. You'd see that the radiation was making her glow. Maybe she had glow in the eye, irises or something in the dark. I don't know. Didn't put that much thought into it. But there you go. Okay, no, I, I like it. I think it's good. good. Now, I only had one. I've just come up with another one. So I'm going to I'm gonna tell you the one I've just come up with. I am going with the worst film we've ever watched as part of Film Club. I'm going for High Flying Bird, which is a basketball film that's not got a lot of basketball in it. it Filmed completely on an iPhone, which is the best thing about the film. Okay. Um, so I've gone, what if we give the film something to make it remotely interesting? We give the lead character who's trying to be like the professional basketball player the ability to freeze time. He uses it to be good at basketball and has to hide the powers from people. Okay. So I'm just like, you know what? Let's take a film which was, for all intents and purposes, if even if we're not the audience, awful. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just an opinion. Which that name has to made be friends. true. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, the problem is the fi- we, as we said on the, the the film club, nothing really happened in it. It never really got going. There wasn't much to keep attention. The most impressive thing was the fact it was filmed on an iPhone, which is impressive because actually visually it's quite in, it's well shot. It is but well shot. Yes. I was thinking, how do we make an awful film better? Superpowers. It actually doesn't matter the power. It could be it could be speed. Um, it could be strength. But I think freezing time. Because then he can like throw the ball, freeze time, move it slightly into a better trajectory, and then back into position. But he can never let anyone know. It's funny because obviously the whole theme of this is adding superpowers to a film. To make that film better, you just need to add basketball. (laughs) 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 Superpower of choice. Can you imagine? You develop superpowers. You and your entire friends go into space, get hit by a solar wave. Not saying that's the plot of Fantastic Four or anything, but. you, 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 your friend turns to rock. You, your smart friend learns the ability to stretch his arm. Your missus disappears. You know, you, her brother, he, she, he can turn to flame. And you're like, here come my powers. Then you look up and you're like, but I can get this ball through that hoop. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even power. tall. I'm not even tall. <laughs> I'm not even tall. Oh my God. His ability is to stretch to make him slightly taller <laughs> so he could qualify for basketball. <laughs> So I'm taking okay. High Flying Bird just in the hope that, one, I try and give it something positive. Yeah. And on the note of High Flying Bird, which is at the note of Film Club. Okay, right. <laughs> the perfect segue yeah. to point out that this episode of the Manic Podcast will be coming out on Wednesday the 31st. And then the first episode of the Manic Film Club, season three, will be yeah. coming out. On the following Friday of the same week. Following Friday. Cool. As in literally like three days later, I was like, hey, look. Yay. This season's in. 
this new thing to fill some gaps. And that is ready, edited, artwork done, ready to go. What did we watch, T? So anyone has a couple of days to watch it. If, do you remember what we watched? Oh, um... No. Hold the Dark. Hold the Dark. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. Had how, did I, in it, but didn't how did I forget that. how did I forget that film? Because, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, a film about wolves, but not really about wolves, but somehow about wolves. Um yeah. <laughs> so that'll be coming like, out um, on Friday the what second? Or was it third? Friday. Second. Second. Friday first is the Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, Friday the 2nd, Film Club will be appearing for you lovely, lovely people. So you've got a couple of days to, to if you want to watch Hold the Dark, so you know what we're talking about, you can. You can yeah, get go for it. Go for it. Might as well. Yeah. Okay, shall we, <clears throat> as we've had, we've got a couple left each, shall we go to something very exclusive? I think we should. A world where the walls are covered in candy, but there's no witch to be afraid of who might eat you and put you in an oven. It's just fun and lovely sweets. Free sweets, but not fully free. One pound a month. One pound a month for these sweets. Shall we go to the exclusive segment? Oh, we are we can't. already in it? I'm very lost right I've now. Can you start going on about sweets? <laughs> the thing is, we, we should move on, because otherwise the next part of my head is is singing Khaleesi's milkshake. No. And I just that. feel like that's not something even the exclusive people want to hear. Exclusive voice of the yard. My milkshake doesn't bring the voice of the yard. If anything, my milkshake makes sure the boys never come to your yard again. They are quite <laughs> repelled by it. <laughs> it's like, if anything, my milkshake is a boy repellent. Which is Which is fair. And I will be bottling and branding it. <laughs> Selling on eBay. Mr. Mandy Pants Boy Repellent. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, for one pound a month, you can get access to the Manic Patron. You'll become yeah. one of our patrons. Yeah, do and that. You'll get access to the Discord. You'll get some extended episodes. And they're all on there on the library. So you can basically go back and listen to all the episodes you listened to before obviously you don't have to listen to the full episode but you can listen to the to the patron segment which is i'd say roughly 15 to 20 minutes normally extra at least give or take at least give or take yeah and it depends what level you you come in at there's a couple of other perks if you're a higher level patron as well now we are going to pass through the veil of exclusivity t to t um in three two one well you know what season finale and what happened the silly badger blew himself up he blew himself up there's bits of badger all across the wall i mean that's game over that is game over i now need to learn how to carry on really yeah without the badger i i don't know i i i'll miss the little mic i will Ah, uh, I mean, he had so many, so many flaws. I mean, um, yeah, if he was your pet. You wouldn't have bothered with the vet. You'd have taken him into the woods behind and told him to look at the flowers. But I mean, you know what? He had a, he had a place in my heart. But you know what? Him, him blowing Literally. up. Literally, I think makes it worth all the money that we got Michael Bay to direct his last episode. <laughs> I think the badger should have seen it coming, really. I mean, you know. It was like, well, what's Michael, what my, what's Michael Bay doing here? Don't worry about it, Manny. Don't worry about it. Just yeah. uh, just look at the flowers. <laughs> why, are the, why are the flowers ticking? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't touch the flowers. Just look at them. 
Um, I'm going to miss him. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll have to put a little graphic together. Just like R.I.P. Manny with a little gravestone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? What? With a little switchblade just sitting on top of the, the mound of earth. <laughs> but maybe, you know, we're just the, the, the mortal viewers here. Viewers on a podcast, which is audio. Yeah. But it might be like Rick in season nine of The Walking Dead, where everyone thinks that he's dead, but he's actually just been taken off into a helicopter. Oh, we're waiting to find out if he's an A or B. Maybe the next season his his heir will come to avenge him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe we'll plan to do three films with him, but actually just bring him back for the season finale of the main show. We don't know if that's happening. That's not, but he's getting a spin-off show. That's getting a spin-off show. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Let's give them a spin-off show. Let's hype everyone up with films and then be like, nah, just get another series. This one might be in France as well. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, so let's carry on. We, we are adding superpowers and super abilities to otherwise powerless films. Yeah. Tobias, what's your yeah. final one? Uh, my final one, Liam, is now not that not that my ideas have been completely stellar for the other ones, right? Because I didn't really go into background, and I I can tell you I've not gone into background on this one at all. Okay. Uh, I just I just thought of okay, what have I got? Because obviously a lot of films that I like, there was some sort of like magic or, yeah, you know. So I needed to go with an ordinary one. But yeah. one of my favourites, I talk about it a lot. Okay. In Love Actually. I'm just saying, <laughs> when Colin goes to America, yeah. instead of having all the girls just flock to him because he's British... I think they should pay no attention. So he decides, well, I'm in America. I'll become a superhero, but not like. And so, like, he he kind of trains up, and he trains up, and he maybe he'll go to the, he'll go to some, he'll buy powers. I don't know. He'll do something, but then he's in that Clark Kent Superman situation where the girls really love the super version of him, but not Colin. And Colin just can't find love. Actually, oh, Colin. <laughs> Oh, Colin. Yeah, but, you know, he gets superpowers. I think maybe on the black market. Yeah. Maybe he has to go on the dark web. It's a story that doesn't really fit fully into Love Actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's another one where it's it's a sequel that looks at the first film from another angle. Yeah. Yeah. So you remember, it's like, you remember Love Actually. Yeah. You remember the love stories. Well, now, the dark side of Actually. (laughs) That's what it's called, the dark side of Actually. Yeah, it's called Death Actually. Okay, I I remember when they made a fan film for Love Actually too, but it was looking at how many of the Love Actually actors have gone on to do darker things. Like Andrew Lincoln had gone on to The Walking Dead, um, and all that kind of stuff. Maybe that's it. It's just all death and zombies. They they did do technically do a follow up, didn't they? They did for like Red Nose. Yeah, which and yeah. actually, even though it was for comic stuff, it was pretty good. Oh well, yeah, it was kind of. It was nice yeah. to see what was happening. Yes, yes. Um. Okay. Love actually. Why didn't I see that coming? Why didn't you see it coming? Why I mean, didn't that's... I see that coming? Okay. Now, you've gone for one of your favorite films and a classic film. Yeah. I've also gone for a classic film. Nice. Forrest Gump. Oh, and I'm giving Forrest, Forrest Gump powers. Yes, I'm basically taking the plot of Captain America: The First Avenger, and right. I'm giving it to Forrest Gump. Okay. Where basically at the point where he enrolls in the army, 
up until that point, fully normal. Same thing. Right. Yeah. Once he enrolls in the army, pulled into a, into a government thing, given some serum, and from that point onwards, we're basically going down Captain America route. Okay. And I like yeah, to think yeah. it ends with him getting frozen. All right. Yeah, but then, yeah. then he. But once he comes back, then he meets Lieutenant Dan with no legs. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> where are your legs? Forrest, you've got you've got strong. <laughs> and then Forrest is sexy. He's like he's all he's muscly. He never he doesn't end up doing the weird runny stuff because he doesn't need to. No. You know, Jenny would be lucky. I honestly, at this point, I, wait, did you just try to do a little bit of an, an impression? Oh, Jenny. Yeah, I was like, oh no. I'm sorry, there's no other way of saying her name. It has Jenny. to be Jenny. Jenny. That's just Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, who lets nobody who's in that film can say she's a good person. She has no proper interest until she's ill. And then she's like, mm, let's go and get with Forrest. Jenny, you're a bad person. You didn't deserve him at his his gump, so you don't deserve him at his Whoa. forest. I mean, you need to dump <laughs> out of it. I'm just saying. All right. I won't. Okay. Shrimp everywhere. Oh. So yeah, I'm basically putting. I'm rebranding it as Forest the First Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be Gump. Gump the First Avenger, surely. Yeah. Oh my God, Bubba can become Sam. Can become Falcon. I'm just recasting all of the characters. As oh my god, Lieutenant Dan is Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, I'd already gone down that route. <laughs> Jenny, I suppose, is Black Widow. We still get to throw her off a cliff. It's fine. Um, love it. I'm really happy with that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> this started off. I've literally written Forrest Gump, Captain America, but it's it's become so much more than I could possibly imagine. And I think no one, including our friend Emily, can disagree. That replacing Chris Evans in all the Avengers films with Tom Hanks as as Forrest Gump is the best move. <laughs> well, if you're gonna There's no, him there with is, anyone. And do you know what? Just to just to annoy Emily, the poster for this might have to be the Avengers poster, but with Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll go for it. Go for it. Life like is it. like a box of chocolates. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you always know what you're gonna get. <laughs> always. Yeah, Good. just keep running. Good, I like it. I like so that it. is a forest camp. I've got no nothing else written down. But do you have any other ideas that could that have sprung to mind? Or um, I was I, I thought I, I was done. like, could I fit a superpower into Finding Nemo? And then I was like, I think I think they've all got powers anyway. They're fish that can talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be real. If we can be really brutal here, Crush is stoned through that entire film. That turtle, yeah, very stoned. Yeah, but I've also found out that's a scientific thing. They okay. all those turtles are basically stoned all the time because they eat jellyfish and they 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 um they take in the toxins. The way their bodies process it so they don't become poisoned, it is they do basically give themselves a high. So there is a reason Crush is like that in the films, and I reckon that's his superpower. <laughs> I don't like that you got all scientific would, about that. Who would what? you give a superpower to in Finding Nemo? In Finding Nemo, Darla, uh, <laughs> Darla, oh. the vet's niece. No, what, what? How would you do that? What? Why she would you do a, that? She, she actually becomes a super villain because actually, we, all the ones we've done have basically made the films better. We've not yeah, gone. We've not this done the film. 
So I'm giving Dala a power, and she, she Dala is the equivalent of Aquaman. You know what? We're going for a proper villain. She's Amber Heard in Aquaman, <laughs> and so she's yeah, she's now she's got aquatic powers. So now she can go into the sea herself and capture all the fish. <laughs> Finding Nemo too. Oh, Dala's revenge. I would, I would make Bruce. <sighs> I'd give him give, legs. Yes, literally, literally. Give him legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be a scene of him dog running on all fours across the beach. Going, I just want to be your friend. <laughs> Humans are friends, not food. <laughs> I love it. But also, I can't think of much more terrifying than sharks with legs. <laughs> No, that's that's a horrific. Well, spiders, spiders with wings. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> where I'd like it. But spiders with wings is a scorch of the earth. We've lost. Yeah, there's, there's no getting away from that. Sharks now. with 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 legs is horrifying, but I feel like we could find a way to life, ride them into battle. Life will always find a way because they may have legs, but they still can't breathe off out of water. <laughs> Yeah, and instead of seeing a fin coming towards you, you just see these four little feet <laughs> kind of wobbling through the water towards you. Oh, they're upside down. They're doing it wrong for a start. Yeah, then, aren't they've they? really upturned themselves because the balance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact we to add a superpower to find Nemo was just giving Bruce legs. Is that a superpower or evolution? <laughs> oh no, I don't. Oh, I hate it. Right, so that is kind of the end of our given superpower because honestly, the rabbit hole my mind was about to go down was a dark place. I mean, uh, yeah, we need to get out of that. So let's go on to the final segment of the episode. The episode. Pretty much the series, if you don't count This Week in Geek. Which, yeah. And it is called... It's time for Casting Cap. Yeah, it is. It is called exactly that. That was that was a correct. It's like so, you, I thought you genuinely forgot what we were doing. For no, no, no. I was literally, about, <laughs> I was literally about to get into it. Uh, right. So all season, all season, we have been recasting the adults of Harry Potter. We have. Yes, we started with Dumbledore, whacked in, whacked in Donald Sutherland. Uh, there'll be, there'll probably. We, Normally we do a mini manic about the full, the full casting and what we think about it. Yeah. Uh, this this episode, the last episode of the season, we are doing, if anything, the real bad guy, the real baddie, the real worse villain. than Voldemort. Worse definitely, than definitely. Voldemort was open with his plans. Has a nose. Uh, Voldemort was open with his plans. We knew what he was up to, but this person, diabolical. Umbridge. Who I likes? I do Umbridge? take it. Who likes Umbridge? Nobody likes. Is her name Dolores? Do you know? Yeah, Dolores Umbridge. Now, I will say, as far as the character goes, Imelda Staunton perfectly portrayed that role. Oh, yeah. She's so good. I mean, actually, to be honest, most they all did. All these people we've recast have been so difficult to replace because they were so good in the originals. Yeah. There was no one that you kind of went, well, they're a bit weak. We can find an easy replacement. But, like, the problem with Umbridge is. You can't just go for someone who could just play an evil vo- demon character. Because the fact is, she has that weird sickly sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I googled how is she described in the book. Okay. Um, and I will say, this is not what they went with. 
Umbridge is described as a fat, toad-like woman with a wide, slack mouth. Oh. I, that's not how I've gone. Uh, no, that's not how I've gone either, actually. That's all right. So we basically, we need someone who can play this overly sm- sickly sweet smiling assassin. Yeah. Because that's what she does. Everything she does, she does for that little grin, that bright pink, uh, like, kind of dress suit. And it's for the greater good, basically, isn't it? And but it has to be her regime. Yes. So I've got two options. I also have two. I would be surprised if you've chosen either of my two initially. But one of them, maybe. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I actually think my backup third one is one you might have gone for. I haven't got a third one at the moment. I'm now looking around just in case, just in case, because I'm not sure, especially going with your description. I'm not. I will say I haven't cast from that description. One of them I could maybe push into it, but the problem is when I'm like, oh, they have to be fat and toad-like, I then feel really harsh going, well, I've chosen this person. (laughs) Yeah, but they didn't. Because the thing is, Miriam Margoyles has already been in the films, and otherwise, (laughs) she is that description perfectly. Yeah, pretty much. To be fair, and she, I think, is she wouldn't be offended me saying that. Um, (laughs) Right, the thing we have to remember here, and I'm saying this because of one of my casting decisions. Um, people act, so people can transform. In fact, I can tell you, and I don't know if you've actually seen the trailer for it they've now done like this tv series about boris's time in government oh have they kenneth branner is playing boris he oh, looks really? nothing like kenneth branner anymore he's literally Fair. got all this prosthetic and he's got the hair they've got obviously someone playing rishi sunak i mean it's a dominic cummings it's just like, it's quite bizarre to see because mm. it's like i wouldn't have guessed that was kenneth branner so that no, does allow fine. you to kind of go i'm choosing this yeah. one but they're going to be acting you know, yeah. maybe. As opposed to all the other people who are actually wizards. Absolutely, because we know yeah. it's we know it's, it's true a documentary. Life. Again, Emily will vouch for this. Yes. Um, we will run at that platform hoping it was real. <laughs> <laughs> right, take me away, wizards. Do you want to go first, or you want to go first? Shall that I wasn't my, English. Shall I put my second choice forward? Your second choice. I forgot we do that. Yeah. Way. Yes, go on. Yeah, just because we kind of end on the top one. Right, yeah. my second choice to play. I need to Vanessa Umbridge. That's not her name. That's not. Oh, Vanessa name. Umbridge. <laughs> um, Jennifer Saunders. I will say I'm not a, the biggest fan of Jennifer Saunders in serious roles. Okay. But I think she's. She, I could see her doing that over sickly sweetness with the darker undertone. Okay. I but mean, there I... is a reason she's my second choice. Okay. I mean that's that's actually really good. So much so, I'm actually going, has she not been in Harry Potter? I no, don't she hasn't. think no. she has. And if she has, it would be a weird side character, I would assume. Yeah. No, I don't think she has. She almost played someone, but she hasn't been in it. I actually need to Google something, because I actually reckon my other choice has now has been in it. No, she's been in it. Oh, no. Okay, I've just announced to you my first choice. Okay. Jennifer is now number one. My second, my, my second choice I'll announce last. Luckily, I had an extra person who I'm sure hasn't been in it. Give me a sec. Okay, this has not gone to plan. No. 
This has got last episode of the season written all over it. <laughs> cool. That's fine. Not been in it. Okay. So because my my I will explain this what's happened when we get to my yeah. first person. But I've had to swap them out, which means Jennifer Saunders is now my preferred option. Cool. Cool. All right. <laughs> I I feel so stupid because it's so obvious. Who I put in? Okay, who was it? Go, might, might as well know it now. I had Pam Ferris because I forgot she played. Yes, Aunt obviously. Marge. Yeah, no, yeah. I forgot she played Aunt March because she's not one of the main group. Yes. But I was like, I know she's a bit older now. Yeah. She, I could see her doing the the friendliness, and the sickly what? sweet. She's seventy one now. One so... of mine is pretty old. Yeah. Uh, um. Well, my new second choice is de- is older. Okay, well, I'm going to put in my second choice now. Who was well, I, at if one you point? Choose my other choice now. I'm not picking another. <laughs> I'm done. You will. You will. Um, I struggled with this. Right, so I'm actually going to put in the first person that I considered. Cool. I don't even know if you know who this person is. Oh, then cool. Get go for it. <laughs> but then, no, you might do. I mean, okay. you know films and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Celia Imry. I do know the name Celia Emery, and I actually did look at her as one of my options. Yeah, um, it's kind of, it's just, it feels right, Yeah, I think, to me. If you've seen her in stuff, she's been in a lot of British comedies. Uh, uh, Calendar Girls is probably one of the more famous ones that she's been in. Yeah. Uh, that people fair. might know her from. Uh, she was the first one that came to mind, but she's gone into second choice, even though I think you might think weirdly of my first choice. <coughs> And now I'm coughing because I got that excited. I just feel like there's got to be a better option than who I'm now left with. There's got to be a better option than who I'm left with because I I think the problem is I think this one is now outright too old to play the role. Oh, okay, right. And the thing is, we haven't exactly I, been. No, you know what? I will stick with it. I will stick with this other person. It's because I actually they are the first name that I wrote down when I was casting this, and then I realised I had better options. Of course I did, because she'd already Pamela Ferris had already been in it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So do you want right. to go with your top option, or do you want me to do my top? Right. Well, obviously my top option is now Jennifer Saunders. She is my yes, my front. So your second option, yeah. Yeah. My second option is now Judy Dench. I can, if anything, right. I considered her, and I said I didn't have more like a third option but then i picked someone and it was judy dench i did have actually as i thought of judy dench i i came up with a fourth option (laughs) but yeah no i who i will say before i actually give who oh actually why didn't i put she would have been a good choice who um oh gosh what's her name she's so she's in um she's in mamma mia she plays the main woman she's super famous I'd have forgotten her name. Um, oh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, she can play it. Pop her in. I, uh, I'm getting rid of. I don't like Judy Dench. I put Meryl Streep in. Uh, okay. okay. Just because so you... I actually I prefer her to Judy Dench. Okay. Wow. I actually thought Judy Dench was a better option. I think, even though they're both old, I actually think Judy Dench is. Vis- she looks too old. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, however, have kept my uh, so my first option. I don't think you're going to like it. 
I don't think you're going to like it. Uh, off yours, actually, now I'm thinking Jennifer Saunders is probably the, the better the better option. Uh, but I don't know the age of this actress. I'm pretty right. sure she hasn't been in Harry Potter, though. But I will say I haven't I haven't checked either. Um, so I'm going to say Alex Ooh. Kingston. Alex Kingston. Yes, okay. uh, better known as River Song in Doctor Who. She's fifty-nine. Yeah. So age-wise, actually, probably not quite too bad. Not too bad. Quite good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's the thing. What I said earlier about acting. She's not known for that sort of role. No. But that doesn't mean she can't do that sort of role. No, that's fair. So that's that's my top choice. So. Cool, yeah, I mean, I don't like it, but yeah, fair. Because <laughs> you don't really like, you're not a I don't like her. As no. I said, actually, the character of River Song wasn't my issue. It was it was, it was, was her portrayal of the character. Fair. You know, fair. and nothing right. against her. I'm sure she's a lovely person. It's just, <laughs> I just, you know, I just didn't like the the, the, the way she did the role. But um, I kind of do kind of see it. I could see her doing the friendliness with the underhanded evil. Yeah. It's definitely the smiling assassin sort of. Aspect. Yeah. Uh, but, right, so between us, you have chosen Jennifer Saunders, who I think is actually quite a good choice. Yeah. Um, oh, who did you go in the end? Uh, Meryl, Meryl Streep. Streep in the end. I, I actually do like Meryl Streep. Uh, I've gone with Celia Imry, and my top choice is Alex Kingston. And that will go out on a poll when this episode goes out on Twitter. Um and it's the last casting of our Harry Potter casting this season. I know. So this is yeah. the last casting, which means we have something new for the next season. I know. It's exciting. exciting. Do you know what's really exciting? We basically yeah. know what we're doing. But we're not we going to tell anyone. I know. It's a secret. Oh, it's a secret. It's a secret. It's like a cliffhanger. <laughs> the next season's casting is to be announced. Yay. <laughs> we'll go to an ad break. There we go. <laughs> go to a table we won't go to. Yes. An outro. <laughs> because outros are for losers. I forgot. I forgot. I the can see. Have, we, have <laughs> we not already done that this episode? Yeah, we normally do it for both. You know what? Feed it to me again. <laughs> Let me do exactly the same. You know what we won't go to? An outro. Because outros, outros are for losers. Are for losers. I'm not editing any of that out. <laughs> it's a mess and I That's love it. fine. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, I did it and I prolonged the pausing because I, I thought you were just waiting and then you were like staring well, into the into oblivion. <laughs> I, I was like, you know what? I just checked my phone. <laughs> I'd seen it was two o'clock. Yeah. It's 2 a.m. We're recording that at 2 a.m. Because mm-hmm. that's how we roll. We roll. And uh, I, yeah, I was just thinking, oh, it's 2 a.m. And I was aware of what you were saying. And then you just heard losers. And I went, <laughs> You're like, we're it's... recording, we're two white men recording a podcast <laughs> at 2 a.m. Then you heard losers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it went. <laughs> okay, so that's basically the main segments for the episode done. But we do have one final segment to kind of close off the episode. Yeah, we do. And that is called This Week in Geek. For losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, you know what? What's that then? There's actually quite a few things to talk about, really. But Do you know what? I can smell fried onions and I don't know why. That was relevant. <laughs> I know. I was just like, either the, the size of a stroke have drastically changed 
Or so I've been haunted by a barbecue poltergeist. <laughs> I mean, hey, that, if they're bringing like fried onions with them, if they're bringing fried onions and burgers with them, haunt away. I there's so worse things to be haunted by, right? You do realise, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, Liam, this season has constantly moaned about how long these episodes are. This one's and gonna be alright. Is it? Is that why you're talking yeah, about onions? Yeah, because right now, <laughs> one hour 25, I know that the Patreon segment was about 30 minutes. Fair. Right. Okay, do you want to start with anything? Because I've got quite a lot I can just whisk through. Um, I suppose just go through some stuff I watched. Obviously, okay. I mentioned, that I, mentioned yeah. that I watched DC Super Pets. You haven't seen it, so I won't go into detail. Because even though it is an animated film, a family film, it, it was really good. I think, I said it to you last night off cast, that I think it's it's a bit unfortunate that for me one of the best DC films to be released is an animated family film, but it was so enjoyable. It was honest to the law of the main characters, obviously not not the animals, the actual yeah, main yeah. characters. Um, I think actually the casting of all the characters was pretty bang on, and I really enjoyed it. Like the villain was brilliant all the characters worked well together yeah it was predictable you knew what was going to happen it was that kind of, it yeah. wasn't that kind of film where you want to know but it was perfect there was some outright laugh out loud me and amanda took the girls to see it yeah we were laughing out loud proper belly laughing at times good there is a turtle in it voiced by the the actress who plays nikki in orange is the new black um she's also the russian doll actress from the series Russian Doll. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Um, she, she voices the turtle, and that turtle's hilarious. There is a couple of times where that turtle outright swears. Oh, and really? they But they beep it. Oh, and right. it, when they do, I won't tell you when or when it comes, because yeah. it, it's just so out of blue. Like, the first time she does it, she basically says, she basically says the word shit. She okay. kind of says something, with, ends the sentence with the word shit, but they bleep it. And me and Amanda were like, What? <laughs> it's happening. She does it a couple of times, and it's always in taste. It's never yeah. silly. It is silly, but it's not bad. You don't go, oh, that's that was out of place. Because the second time, it's clearly an f bomb. Oh, really? It's oh. clearly an f bomb. Okay. And she did it, and we were we were belly laughing. They are. It is so well written. I I should really look up who's behind it because honestly, so good. I should have known it was going to be okay because it started with the proper like graphics of the DC films. Yeah, but I mean, that was... Was, I was so pleasantly surprised by it. Um, I haven't written a blog for it. I was going to, but yeah, I was on that does. high after. I, yeah, I was. I had that high after seeing it because I really did enjoy it. Um, so I definitely suggest if you like DC but have been disappointed by most of the film, like live action films. Yes, maybe not counting Shazam, obviously, because that's pretty good. <laughs> see this. Do not. Make the mistake of thinking this is a kid's film for the family. It won't yeah. be anything. Worse. If you like DC or you just like superheroes, you like Batman, Superman, the Justice League, watch this film. You will not regret it. Um, I've, I also watched Sandman. I watched all of Sandman. Right. OK, so I can get in on this because yeah. I'm not to the end yet. I'm up to episode. Uh, the last episode I saw. Yeah was them as the corinthian yeah has got jed he's literally just kind of saved jed as it were um yeah your your next episode i think is called serial okay i i found it a tough start yeah Uh, carly did as well it was something that 
we we both watched from the beginning as a new thing to watch together because normally yeah. when we watch a series one of us has already seen it or something it was uh, yeah. we both struggled to beginning at the beginning she she got into it more i think in the episode where we met uh lucifer yeah which but, brilliant brilliantly cast as well i think for me gwendolyn something gwendolyn christie yeah from um from game of thrones oh but see that for, makes sense i'll say gwendolyn stacy but christie is the right <laughs> <laughs> but for me it was the diner episode the diner episode yeah is so well done and actually it's a series that i've told amanda who, who obviously i'm not partner with anymore we just live yeah. together yeah but we watch the odd thing together right still um like we're watching our way through the orville at the moment which i will mention in a minute separately i haven't got to it yet yeah um but it was it, it links to something we've spoken about before okay. um but and i it was actually the diner episode where i i mean i'd already thought she'd like it but it was the diner episode i thought this it's worth it for this episode yeah because it's so well done it is considering it really that it is basically if there's a name for it where it all takes place in one room isn't it there's a name for that in they talk about it in community it's a box episode i think bottle bottle episode bottle episode yeah um and that's what it is it yeah. is so it's is it is it david thulis it david thulis david uh, thulis basically leads that episode he is really good and yeah it's so such a well done episode so far i'd say it's my favorite episode which is a bit worrying because dream was hardly in that episode. I will say the problem is Dream as a character is not likable. Uh, no. Not, not in that. the sense of like you don't root for Dream. Because actually, yeah. pardon my French, Dream is a little bit of a dick. It, he is. It, you I kind mean. of go, I'd lock you in a cage for a hundred years. <laughs> but he wasn't the main target, was he? That's the No, that's kind of the point. It was yeah. it wasn't it wasn't him. Um No, that was good. We've already mentioned at some point. Uh, we mentioned in the in the patron stuff we have mentioned it briefly there's another episode which is my second favorite episode which is the every hundred years episode yes no it's a good episode clever clever yeah. they got some real but actually i will say that that is literally basically the next episode along oh yeah they're two episodes so you have two like... episodes which are basically bottle episodes because they contain the same thing not the outside world a lot next to each other which is a weird choice in a series where there's not that many episodes but um, I know Sam I mean, and I really enjoyed you. You finished it. I don't know if you saw because I'm not. So I don't want spoilers to no. the end of the season. But you know that they've added an episode. What do you mean? So uh, how many episodes did you watch? I've watched all the ones that are on Netflix. So I think I know what you're talking about. Because I would say if it, it, they there's have an animated added, bit, there's an animated stuff. The the last episode they've added is is a is a half and half. It's basically yeah, two stories. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, even yeah. though I will say the second half of the episode is, I think, brilliant, the animated yeah. one can do one. Oh, right, really? I mean, no, it's not bad. It's just it feels very out of place. Yeah. And it does have a link to the later one slightly. Okay. But, like, the second half, which is live action and has um, Rory from Doctor Who in it. Yes. Uh, well, I know the voices of the animators, like, got David Tennant and Michael Sheen in it and stuff. Yeah. I will yeah. say, it, it, like, it's a no it's almost annoying that episode really yeah. i mean but, i just knew that it obviously i knew that you'd watched it but they yeah. added that afterwards so i was like oh. yeah no i i watched that when I, when i was watching the stuff um because obviously i've just spent the week in hospital and it was like the thing i really binged on my midway yeah. through um 
because they're quite long episodes and quite heavy, it was a really good distraction from being in hospital. Yeah, um, I realised I liked it very quickly, and I was trying to figure out why I liked it, and then I realised, right, it's it's Neil Gaiman. It is Neil Gaiman, yeah. It's Neil Gaiman, and what's more, it's DC. It's quite a combo. <laughs> it's Neil Gaiman writing for DC, and it's still running. The the yeah. comics are still being made. I There's mean, lots of them because I look. I had some look into it. I did a look into it. See, will there be another series? I really hope there is, because. I think I think I really enjoyed it, and obviously I won't spoil anything because I you sh- you need to see it. Yeah, so yeah, uh, we're, we're getting there. We're watching like they can they could definitely do more. Um, I I saw because Neil Gaiman got trolled online as yeah. happens, um, and he <laughs> he kind of came back with quite a nice little thing because someone was just like Neil Gaiman, this is a terrible adaptation. They've ruined it. You you should be ashamed of it. I'm and not he watching basically it. Went, he basically went, it's not that bad. I've read the worst script I'd ever read for anything. <laughs> no, he was just he was just like, it's number one in 82 countries, so someone's watching. Oh, see, I didn't see that one. Yeah, no. That makes I, sense. Yeah. This is not the first adaption they've tried to make of it. Oh, no, I've heard. Because apparently Michael there, Jackson been, at one point wanted to be... Didn't hear about the Michael Jackson yes. one? There was another one where Joseph Gordon-Levitt was, in, was, was involved. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was involved, and it actually basically went. I want to say it was like Warner Brothers looked at it. It was a a big company studio looked at it, yeah, and actually they they got scripts. They got scripts for it. They got to a point, but then unless I've got the name when it wasn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but I'm pretty sure because it was a three-barrel name, couldn't do it. All right, dropped out, and then it all crumbled from there. That's not the issue. There was another attempt at making it. They came up with a script and Neil Gaiman said it is the worst script he has read for anything ever. Wow. Well, no, I know. Because I've actually purposely not looked into anything yet until I've finished. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a good series and it does yeah. need to be watched unspoiled. But it was a really good distraction in the hospital. I watched a little bit of Better Call Saul, but that's more of like a casual episode here and there for me now. I can't watch a lot of it. But no, Sandman was such a nice treat. As soon as I realised it was Neil Gaiman, I was like, well, of course I'm enjoying this. I like Bad Omens. So Good Omens, whatever it's called. Good and Bad Omens. All the Omens. You know. And Sandman is, was such a pleasant experience for me to, to, to watch. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, um, well, I mean, I as I say, tough, tough start for me, but the middle episodes have definitely got me Yeah, involved. I will say the problem is the first episode is a weird format. Because actually... The only character in it that matters is Dream, and he doesn't talk until the last, like, ten minutes of the episode. Except for the voiceover. Yeah, yeah. He spends that entire episode locked up, and actually, all the characters you get to know aren't really in it. Yeah. Which, actually, I do like that thing of the people you meet at the beginning, you see them age and then they're basically gone. I like that. And it does. There are flashes to it later on and stuff. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a pleasant surprise. I'd seen it all over Good. Netflix and had resisted it because I didn't really know. I didn't know it was anything fantasy-ish. I just thought I thought it was like a real gritty thing. Like, oh, no, crime I kind thing. Of, I had then I realized it was. it was fantasy and I was like, this is what I'm going to watch. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Yeah. Moving on. I've actually just got a little bit of this isn't anything to watch right now. But two series, mm-hmm. both talking about the fourth series. Umbrella mm-hmm. Academy has been renewed for fourth series, and it's going to be the final series. Has it? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that makes sense. How that this was works. renewed 
on the 25th, I think it was. Okay. Um, which actually was the day I finished watching Series 3. <laughs> oh, really? So you because, finished it now? Yeah, I, I, I'm up to date. Uh, Carly's only hey, watched Series I'm, 1. But, yeah. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm going to... Just spoilers announcement, just in case. Spoilers. Spoilers. What did you think of the, the end? What did you... Because I touched on something earlier on in the series that I didn't want to say out loud because I wanted to know your thoughts when you saw it. Oh, yeah, So, right, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers, everyone. Yes, turn away now. Hargreaves being an alien. Yeah. Because I, I knew did we about not that know in that? season one. Did we not know that? No, no. Was that not you revealed might... at the end of season two? No. Are you sure? No. Yeah, because him doing the, the spike through the chest was meant to be a huge reveal. Oh. I knew it, and I have a feeling we may have discussed it when the first season came out, because I think I may have discussed the fact that's something they do in the comics, and I wondered if they'd bring it forward. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, I I like the season. The, 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 yeah, the betrayal of Hargreaves is brilliant. Yeah, the way they do it is like, oh gosh, he's he's always going to be your villain. I um, I enjoyed it, but I felt the end of the season a little bit. It's a bit. Lackluster, isn't it? Right. After everything they've so, gone through. Obviously, we've already done spoilers. I don't yep. know the comics, so I presume they're going right. from the source material. I don't know anything about the comics beyond the Hotel Obsidian. Right. So I wish that they'd actually kept Luther dead. Not because I don't like the character. Yeah. But I'm like, there's got to be some sort of jeopardy for the main characters. And actually, how yeah. Luther died, because I, if Brilliant. anything, well I thought his new wife would have been the one to die. I was like, well, there's no way you're going to be left happy. Well, at the moment, she, at the moment, she's disappeared. Yes. And he'll, he's gone off searching. Obviously, they've all sort of like lost their powers and stuff. Yeah. So that is kind of your jeopardy there. Uh, the I problem just... is their biggest issue with this season. Yeah. And it, it's part of the storyline, so it's intended. Yeah. I think the problem is they went in too heavy on it. I see no way of redeeming Alison as a character. No, maybe not. She was the worst character in that season from a basically villain counterpoint. She, Even though she was part of the Umbrellas, she was so unstable. And I understand that initially that's the fact that this new timeline, she's got no daughter. Yeah. That is horrific, and I get that. Yeah. The problem is, I just don't believe some of her actions were warranted, or even she would do some of that. The bit, where mean, she, she, the bit where she rumoured Luther into basically trying to yes, sleep with him for a second. I know. That, that, I, was... that bit's fine. That is, I do actually think that is in a point, because I actually think her mind was so broken at that point, but it was actually a lot of the other stuff she did. So I think but that I... showed that she crossed a line by that point. It did, because her and Luther have always had this bod, yeah. but the fact that he was outrightly in love with this other girl and she just didn't like it, so, so, yeah. that was... I get why it was in there, and actually I think it's fine. The problem is, this is where I mean that I think the writing of that bit, because I don't know if that happens in the comic books, or if that is just something they've added for the series. The problem is, she has just come back from finding out that her daughter doesn't exist. Her husband, who she is still in love with, isn't around. Why is her first instinct to rumour Luther to try and sleep with her? I mean, that she's still trying to deal with it. First instinct, because it's a little no, while before she does that. But, but yeah, it still feels she makes a some weird choices. She makes some weird choices. 
Yeah. And it is, it is. Although the one thing I did talk to you about in an earlier episode is, you were at the point where um, Harlan and uh, Victor were now starting to kind of they he's shown up and stuff, and I told you that that Alison does something horrific, but it annoyed yeah. me because she, it was off camera. Yeah. Spoilers again. She yeah. kills Harlan off camera, and that I think is. Really stupid. She rumours him into getting into the truck, into the the boot, basically, and kills him, and then just turns up with like, "Oh yeah, here's your body." We don't see it. Yeah. In a show where they do not shy away from a bit of gore, they do not shy away from shock. Why do that off camera? Maybe something didn't get through the censors. Maybe it was too maybe. brutal, or maybe it was just a narcissistic choice. They just. But what I did away. like when Victor woke up and confronted them that was good the how dare you take the control of this when i was dealing with it i like and actually yeah. i do like how they they dealt with the whole victor stuff yeah uh, yeah actually that was pretty pretty smooth um what did you think of ben in the series um well the thing is he's meant to be a dick they call him it constantly yeah yeah, but this um, was a different version. Yeah, and of... that is a good, a good point to focus on. It's not the Ben we know, but it's basically become our Ben now because he's now the only real surviving member of the Sparrows. Apart from if you if if Luther's woman is around somewhere. I can't remember her name. Sloane, isn't it? Sloane? Like yeah, that. yeah, Sloane, yeah. If she's around, which realistically she will be somewhere, I reckon, I reckon Hargreave is keeping her in the tower as, like, collateral. Well, we're going to... Well... I yeah. I don't know because obviously I I felt that the endings of the last two the, the first two series were bigger than this was somehow. Yeah, no they were. Uh and actually the how they continued it I was a little bit disappointed with. I was a bit like I think I was stuck on the fact of you've literally just brought Klaus and Luther back from the dead. And I didn't really like that. I was like, there needs to be some sort of jeopardy, really. Yeah. And I didn't quite get the 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 like mid credits scene. Is it mid credits or is it like right at the end of the Which main? One? It's Ben on the train. It's just Ben on the train. Yeah, I think it's him traveling and trying to. F- I don't really. But he's like no, reading it's... the reading a newspaper and smiles, and I'm just like, I don't. I, I don't see the relevance. Unless, unless it's meant to be another Ben. Oh. Because the thing is, they're now back in their version of the world, aren't they? They're back in the world. Are so they? Because if... there's a lot of Hargreave stuff going on and they've got no powers and Luther's well, this, all... this is the thing. I think maybe it might be a thing of maybe it's... I, it could it could be another Ben, maybe? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. But I don't maybe. Know. We'll have to wait and find out, won't we? I like, I like the season. It was a good season. Yeah, it was better um, than the last season. The end. I see you. You were very down on the middle season. I didn't have a problem. Yeah. With that. Uh, but anyway, moving on because that was yep. only part of it. The other thing, I'm very happy about this little bit of casting news. Season four, the boys, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has Come been in. confirmed. He's coming in. They've been. T- I mean, they've been talking about him doing it for a long time, but he was yes. tied up with other stuff. Yeah. Um. But I mean, we we have, we had Jensen Eccles for this season, which worked quite well. Uh, by now, the having... of it, he's going to be back. I think. Yeah. It was very clear because you've seen all the seasons now, right? Yes, I'm up to date, yeah. So, I mean, again, spoilers, I suppose a little bit of a spoiler. It's not, it doesn't feel as big. But yeah. the fact is, 
if you don't kill a character in that show, they're probably going to come back. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because, but th- th- yeah, that I, said, the the show isn't afraid to kill off people. So no, no, not at all. Um, but like the fact they basically just put him back into stasis, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. But, but Jeff hey, D. Baldwin, I think, is a brilliant. brilliant I, he will. I think he will fit the tone of the series. He will well. thrive. I know very. I don't know anything about it. I don't know what he's coming in as. But him soon no, no, coming into the show, I think, will be perfect. Um, okay, so actually two series that I am watching now. Yep. Um, there are two at the moment, two brand new series. Both have had two episodes out. One in the whole land of the MCU is She-Hulk, a Tony at Law. Nice, yeah. I'm, I've watched the first episode. Only the first episode at the moment. Yep. Uh there is controversy in the second episode of them possibly having broken continuity. No, they haven't. Just pay attention. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. I'm actually really enjoying it. I think it's really funny. I quite I like her. Uh, yeah. All I think, and especially to the point of when the second episode finished, yeah. I went, is that it? Because it's finishing too soon. They're not long episodes <coughs> at all, are they? No, they've gone down this like sitcom route but ultimately i think it should it would benefit from another 15 minutes an episode and it's yeah. how often right have we done the film review and i've gone it's too too long it's a common thing of things seem to be stretching for time when they should just cut it shorter yeah but no i agree having watched the first episode i get that it could have done with a little bit more time yeah um but i am really liking the series and depending on how it goes it has the potential to be one of my favourites. I yeah, just need good, to. It's got just a good need, feeling. I uh, just need to see how it's going. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, because Mark Ruffalo is Mark Ruffalo, has yeah. basically spoiled that Tatiana Maslany, who plays She-Hulk, yeah. will be in the next two Avenger films. He, cool. He's basically so gone. She'll probably get a better quality of TGI then. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's basically gone. She's in now. She, she's in it. Well, yeah. The thing yeah, is, so. when you've got another Hulk of any form, why wouldn't you use them? Yeah. Uh, and also, because he, he's talked openly about the fact that... Will there be an actual solo Hulk film? Yeah, he's basically suggested there could be, like, World War World War Hulk. Fair. Uh, he likes the fact Well, we now know how easy it is to make other Hulks. Just bleed into, them, bleed into a cut. Well, I think that's comic accurate. I think I know it is, it is, but I'm just saying when you think about it, it's so blase. Yeah, just bleed into a cut and you create another Hulk. Bleed yeah. into a cut, give them secondary radiation. Not only do you create another Hulk, you create a sentient, fully controlled mind Hulk. But no, I'll tell you what, right? This is the whole stuff that I've now looked at because people have talked about this. Honestly, the whole massive divide between Hulk and Bruce. Yeah. Is apparently from a comic accurate point of view, Bruce was abused as a child. It got dark, and actually, the Hulk is him protecting it's him. It, it's, the, it, um, it's, it's the it's the shut off. Which is why when anything upsets, Hulk scared, takes over to defend yes. him. Yeah, and that's like I never knew that until recently. I was like, okay, but Clever. because Jennifer doesn't have that, she's just got control. That's just yeah. literally. I I do like it has some funny moments of like. Bruce kind of going, here's your 15 year plan of how to deal with it all. And her yeah. being like, no, no, uh, I'll, uh, no. <laughs> um, okay, so that was just, that was show number one. 
Yes. Show number two is if you're a fan of Game of Thrones. Yeah. The House of the Dragon. Or is it House of Dragons? Whatever. House the of base, Dragons. House of Dragons. Uh, watched the second episode today. I've watched the first episode so far. Oh. Um, I just didn't um, get a chance to watch the second one today. I like it. I, think I like it. it. I like being back in the world. Yes. I know it's not chronologically the same timing. It's before, like, nearly, just under 200 years before, isn't it? Yeah. But I, I'm liking the feel. The first feel, episode had a nice feel to it. Um, Matt Smith is quite good, actually. As I mean, I've never not liked Matt Smith, but he, yeah, as Damon, he seems to be quite nice. I'm not sure yeah. what I think of, is it Renella, Renella? What, the main girl? Yeah, she's... Right, the thing that you need to... She's got a bit of a weird face. No, right. So I said this two episodes in, because I know something, which if you've seen any trailers, you might know, there's going to be be a time jump and we're going to get different actresses for the young ones. Oh, okay. But that's going to be jarring because she, I quite like her. I think she's a good potential lead. Okay, yeah. So for me, I've not really bonded on her at all yet. Maybe next episode. Honestly, I... I'm. I don't know at what point this jump's going to happen. Yeah. But right now, two episodes in, I'm quite. Oh, she's. Do quite we know good. how many episodes this show's going to be? It's going to be about eight to ten, I think. Okay. I mean, not okay, going to outstay as welcome. Not it's, super long. It's been greenlit for a second series already, though. Oh, cool. I will uh, say, having only watched the first episode, I really, I do like it. I think it's it's well done, and I am glad to be back in in Westeros. Uh, yes, and I will say, because you've only seen episode one, this yeah. isn't a spoiler for the the series. This is just one thing, because we were watching it. Carly got really excited over something. Why? Episode one doesn't have it, but episode two has the opening credits. Oh, right, yeah. And I was quite surprised, pleasantly surprised, but surprised. It is just the Game of Thrones theme tune. It, they've kept the same thing, but they've got a whole yeah. new opening sequence, which is all, you know how it's quite intricate. Yeah. The, the, yeah, they've gone down that route. Is it around uh, the model of King's Landing that he's No, Because that's what got, I thought it was going to be. It's kind of got elements to that, but it's got like little valves and blood running from one valve to the another, and you follow the blood. Nice. It's it no, it's it's interesting. Um, I was I would have put money on them putting a new music score to it. Well, they, they ended the first episode with the the Game of Thrones music. I just was like, I'm sure it'll have a new opening, but I actually didn't. I didn't think of the opening when we started the episode, and then it was no. there. So it's like, oh, right, cool. that's fair. Um, no, I like it. I'm looking forward to more. Um, obviously, the thing about Game of Thrones was. We took a while before we really got like dragons and stuff to come into it. We just got dragons from the off now. Well, of, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Is they they're, they're the dragon rulers, aren't they? That's yeah, what so. they have. Um, um, no, I like the first episode. I think it it was nice to be back, and it hopefully it carries on with the same gusto. Yeah, I mean, as I as I say, it, it's a good opening at least. Um, yeah. I. There, there's one more series to note, but it's not one that I've seen because no one can see it. But this Friday, the new Lord of the Rings series, oh. The Rings of Power, comes out. Now, another one that Carly's ecstatic about. She loves the Lord of the Rings. And looking at the trailers, I mean, the budget, the everything looks like it's going to be top notch. Yeah. Uh, the only thing you don't know is is the story. 
you know it's kind of like what's the script like but there's a lot of excitement for that and that is this this friday mm. so uh but i think that's it from my side of stuff yeah that's fair. Star, really Star Trek Lower Decks has started, but there's not a lot to talk about that. Oh, you were talking about the Orville. I think that was all you. Said it was just. Said. It was just that we we spoke. I can't remember if it was on or off cast about it, but I'm now. I've now like. I'm into season two. Um, yeah, and okay. we spoke about uh, one of the characters leaves, and you were saying yes. there's some behind the scenes drama. But I've yes. just had the episode where that character leaves. Yes. So I've, I've had that kind of back backstage wisdom now of going, aha, yes. aha. this is the one where you leave. But the episode had. Um, the doctor from Sergeant Voyager, Voyager. Yes. Yeah. yes, and I was like, Ah, it's you. <laughs> um, I don't know where you're up to at the moment, so I'm not yeah. going to reference it. But it's funny that they had that actor in because one of the episodes, and I'm sure it's in season two, is almost beat for beat identical to a Star Trek Voyager episode which features him. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, uh, when you finish season two, let me know because then I'll yeah. be able to reference it because I won't give it away right now. But yeah, it's it, it was a good episode, it was one of my favorite episodes. But they've kind of rebranded it all now for the third season. Um, yeah, it's the Orville something sort of subtitle, isn't it? Horizon, New Horizons, it's on a new channel. I think they've, but I be... think they've they've built that into the story from what I believe. It's it's all I'm pretty sure for the third season, they've basically done what Voyagers did from the beginning, where they're now trapped in another place. Okay, I'm sure they've done. Cause that's what Voyager does, where like, they they end up getting like chucked across that, the galaxy. That's the very stuff. premise of it, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I have nothing else. To, but I am enjoying the Orville. The, the the odd thing that I'm watching is good. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think so, maybe that's that's going to be it for yeah. season four. That's fair. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, um, that 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 closes the the pages. On season four of the Manic Podcast, we'll put it behind us. We don't currently have an exact date, an idea when we're coming back for season five, but we are coming back for season five. Yes, because you've got to have a five-year plan. Yeah, got to yeah. have a five-year plan. So we will be coming back. Um, as I said, the film club's going to come out in a couple of days from now, so you'll have that if you want something Manic to fill the gap. Yeah. We're going to have that. We have also discussed that maybe we'll do a couple of minis here and maybe. Yeah, maybe. So we'll see what, what what kind of happens. Um, other than that, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're a patron, thank you for being a patron. If you're not, maybe have a look into being a patron. Yes, it's always it's always nice to get There's that. There's going to be more on that. Bit. I feel more yeah, more, yeah. more pushing the patron the, soon. Yeah, the patron it will be evolving and will be being a bit more heavy on the join it, become part of our community. That's the word to focus on the community, mm. um, the family. Become part of the family. family. Um, but other than that, check out the link tree that's in our description. It's got a link to our Patreon, all of our social medias, our Instagram, our blog, which sometimes we use, sometimes we don't. The Twitter, where all the polls will be posted. Uh, the Twitter's handle is at the manic with two N's. Very Sorry. important. Now, I think before we make this season go on longer than it needs to be, and we outstay our welcome, Tobias, yeah. Yeah. the last time, season four. I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Look after yourself. We won't be gone too long, so try not to miss us too much. Look after yourself. Stay safe. But most importantly, stay manic. Stay manic.